Hey guys, welcome to Multifamily Mondays with me, Pam. So today we are going to talk about the misconception on average rate of returns and how to properly calculate your returns. So if you're going to fall asleep through the calculations, don't worry. We're not talking about full-on calculations. It's not going to be a Snorville here. Um, in general, people often ask, what is a good ROI, return on your investment, and how to determine whether your numbers will add up? So it's beyond the scope of this podcast episode, truly, to like understand all the numbers that come in because really feel like you, you can't really quickly learn in 20 minutes. I mean, I, I teach classes that are like three hours long and it goes from like most basics of like what is real estate investing all the way up to how to analyze and close a deal. So if you want to spend time learning on it, I highly urge you to go to my website, pamscamardo.com or buy my book that's coming out October 11th. Actually, pre-sales are starting um, in a month, I think, um, September. I think so check on my website uh you can always uh, buy pre-sales and you get a signed copy from me just tell me your name and how you'd like me to address it uh, i'm excited to to try something new in in my life but i also talk at length about how to calculate that and that's like a whole couple chapters in there so but in a nutshell guys let's jump into this usually you guys will hear a lot about cap rates what does that mean it's a capitalization rate which also means how fast are you going to get your money back that's all it is guys um, and so every market, your brokers will kind of do an analysis and you'll know whether it's it, when you hear someone say it's a three cap versus a seven cap. All that means to me is how fast is my money going to come back to me? And the three cap is usually more in a extremely stabilized place. So I'm going to give an example in California because that's where I live and it's easier. <laughs> so if you're not in California, I'm sorry. <laughs> so. Um, a three cap would be like, maybe it's oceanfront along like, um, I don't know, what beach do you guys like? Or uh, Santa Monica or something. So it's like one of the apartments that are like within a mile from there, right? Now a seven cap might be more inland, like maybe you're heading towards Beaumont. Um, maybe you're heading towards Victorville or something like that. Honestly, I don't think you can find a seven cap right now, but I'm giving you guys an example of like distance and location of how it matters. And so it depends on your investment criteria, which I talk at length about this in my um, basics class, because in order to buy property, you need to know yourself, what type of investor are you, number one, and what kind of criteria works for you? It's the same idea as if you're investing in stocks. Some people are more comfortable um, kind of being in the aggressive atmosphere, like buying more aggressive stocks. Some are like, hey, I just want it to be conservative. Just give me something that's like solid, maybe bonds or something, things like that. So it's the same idea with um, buying property. So when I look at deals and I go on, you know, whether it's LoopNet or if uh, a, these days it's mostly brokers bringing deals to my table, um, I will look at their marketing package and right away it'll tell me what is the cap rate, what is their projected return on the money. So meaning like maybe the first year we're cash flowing at like, I don't know, 5% or something. Guys, take this with a grain of salt, um, like 5% or something, but they're projecting like at year three, you're gonna get 10%. Um, so you wanna look at the numbers of like, how the hell are we gonna get there? Why? Because you wanna see what they're putting into their marketing package. Which reminds me to let you guys know that whenever you get an operating or marketing package, you take it with a grain of salt. 
not all the numbers there are true and exact. Your job as an investor is to really vet it. You know, it's trust, but verify. Check out all those numbers and look for loopholes, meaning not because they're lying to you. Some of them do actually, but you're looking for areas in the expenses that you can improve. A huge example of this would be, uh, for example, the, the landlord currently pays for all of the tenant's utilities. Well, if you guys have not heard of the term rubs, this is where it comes into play. Rubs are resident utility billbacks system. So you essentially give it back to the tenants to pay for it. So every month it's called a billback. Whatever they use, they pay. Um, so just something to keep in mind. And that's like a good opportunity for you to increase your return. And so the average rate of return, guys, is different for everyone. Some people just want to park their money and they're like, I don't care if it's better as long as it's better than the bank giving like 0.5% in their savings account. So they'll take anything that gives them like 3% back, 5% back. They'll take that. Um, people like me, I kind of want more. I want a return that's like maybe double digits or even better, right? To give you an example, um, a few of my properties right now are operating in like the 22% rate of return for my investors and myself. No, it's not guaranteed, by the way, guys. So I don't want you guys to think like, oh my gosh, you know, you can go get that. It's not guaranteed, but we have systematically through time, because um, we've owned the, these properties for about five years now, we had a strategic game plan of how to increase the rate of return over time. They started off at 7%. They're like at 20 something now. So of course they're super happy. I am too, because it makes me happy to see them happy um, that they can grow their kids' college funds, you know? And so um, the average rate is different for everyone. You just have to find something that works for you. Now, if you're like buying or buying a property and you need a hard money lender or like uh, to borrow money from a private lender, they're going to want at least, I don't know, I'm trying to say like maybe I'm thinking it's like 8% and above on it. Um, at one point during the real estate cycle, I remember I was looking at a hard money lenders, um, what is it, packet or brochure, he wanted 14% return on his money. I was like, bye. <laughs> it did not work. But you know, it might work for someone else. So um, so when the question is, what is the average rate of return? Obviously, the higher, the better, truly. I, I can't answer it more specific than that, unless you, um, you know, take the class and determine your investment criteria with me. And then we can sit down and have that 15, 30 minute, like kind of hash out like a guideline or a blueprint of how to approach your properties and how to create a strategy that works for you and your investment, like financial investment goals for that property. Um, and in general, how do you calculate, calculate the average rate of return? This is a great question and I'm gonna direct you to my website. Um, there, there is a blog article written on there already. My um, assistant, Kylie, who's amazing, she already put it up. So the equation's there and you can read through it. And like I said, I wasn't gonna bore you to death with that technical part. Um, but in a nutshell, look for that. And so those are the two main things that people ask me about. It's the average rate of return. So I say go as high as possible, obviously, because you want to make the most out of, you know, the money that you put in. But, and, but also consider the cap rate in the area that you're investing in. The cap rate is what will determine how fast you're going to get your money back. So if you're like, I'll give you an example. If you're like in your 80s and you just want to chill, as in you want to park your money, at least this is how I imagine I will be doing it. And I've seen some others do the same. Is I just want to park my money. I don't, I'm, I'm done with the days of like being like super active where I'm like working with the property managers to fix things up and, and kind of, you know, just have like turnover and all that stuff. 
I don't mind investing in like a three cap area. I'm just parking my money and that's okay. Um, but if I'm currently at the certain age right now, I'm always looking for a higher cap rate. Now, something to keep in mind though, the higher the cap rate, sometimes the location gets pretty bad. Like, so the number one rule in real estate, if you guys haven't heard it, is location, location, location. So keep that in mind as well that you can always fix up a property, but you cannot fix up the location. So at some point you need to find that balance. Like I've seen some places, um, I've looked at some listings, I mean, where the cap rate was marketed as like 12%. But I looked at the area and I was like, yeah, it probably there'll be a lot of turnover and you might have a hard time attracting tenants in a sense. Um, so it really depends on, I guess, your investment criteria. Maybe that's your expertise and you go in and you're that person, you know, to go clean up that whole area. That's fine too, guys. Um, but that's not me. So, <laughs> so generally when I look at uh, different areas, I always try to look above 5% as a cap rate. But I know that in time, like when I reach um, 60 or so, I would probably start parking it, you know, in the three to five cap, which is totally fine for us. Because um, by then, it, you know, you, you would have made so much anyways. And even if you park it at those type of properties, it's you're still going to have a lot of passive income coming in, if, if you will. So um, that's kind of my strategy. For now because i love what i do and i love going um going in or directing my property managers on how to fix and um, upgrade units turn them over raise rents i love being a part of all of that i love having meetings with my uh my team and also my investors and kind of showing them the projected like hey here's where your money's going here's how it's growing and here here's what we're thinking you're going to receive by the end of the year or the next month or whatever it may be um because every property is different and every Every property has a different set of investors that I work with. And so it's fun. It keeps, you know, keeps the excitement going for me instead of the same old cookie cutter template all the time. And I think that's why I love this so, so much. Um, it makes it really fun and exciting for me. Now, let's see. Are there any special things people should know about? Yeah. Um, just don't trust the numbers that you get as like that's firm. Like maybe call the utility companies or maybe check on the the county's website of where the city is in and find that parcel number and determine whether um whether the real estate taxes match what they have on their on their packet sometimes the numbers are a little i guess what's the word massaged to look better than it is and this is not like a um pointing fingers or blaming situation um, you guys have to understand that brokers and agents are, you know, their livelihood is based on commission, right? And part of that is sales and they need to be able to sell a product. What, and what is that product? Is that apartment listing, right? So they have to dust it off and make it look really good to a potential investor who's willing to pay a high price for it. So you just have to be the smart one and not overpay for something. That's really all it is, guys. Um, just know the value of something and not kind of fall for the shininess of something. Does that make sense? Just because it's shiny, for example, it might not be a real diamond, it might be a cubic zirconia. So, yeah. Um, anyways, that's pretty much all I have, guys. Um, the average rate of return is based on your investment criteria and style of investing, pretty much. And that's gonna be very different between long-term holders, long-term um, investors versus short-term investors. 
and then also different between passive income and or I'm sorry and also different between passive investors and active investors so like for example I'm an active investor I love um, dealing with all the departments so to speak and and dealing with all the decision making and helping communicate and making sure everyone's happy and paid essentially and making sure that the units or the properties are ran um, kind of like you know at their best performance rate possible. That's what I love doing. But I do have some investors who like to be passive. Basically, they just want to give you the money. They trust you with it so that you can invest it on their behalf and they get the return. Maybe that's maybe to them an 8% return on their money that they give you is all they care about. Or maybe another investor wants 10%. So that's why it's a hard question to answer of like, what is an average rate of return? So to give you this example, let's just say I have two investors. One wants 7% return on his money and the other wants a 10% return on her money. So what type of property would you guys look for? You're going to have to look for a property that gives you a return of way more than 10% so that you can cover investor number one's portion and make sure that you get paid yourself. Does that make sense? So you guys will determine your number slowly. But all I'm saying is usually it's 5% or more, but the higher, the better. Um, double digits are ideal. Uh, but given that the current market is a little nuts, it's hard to find those high, high percentage returns right now. So you can always um, hang on to it because cash is king at the moment. And with uh, inflation or stagflation, whatever everyone's calling it going on, uh, it's kind of smart to also watch the market without pulling in all your money to to buy a property. Speaking of which, did you know that if you don't um, don't have all liquid cash on hand in your savings or checkings account, um, you can actually invest using your 401k retirement fund as well, or an IRA, I believe. So something to keep in mind. I've done that before too. So if you have any questions, uh, you can you know message me, my team. And we can get back to you or we can have a sit down uh, on Zoom and kind of chat about that. Whatever I can help answer for you so that you can be, you know, merrily on your way to becoming financially free and retiring early because you deserve happiness, guys. So that is it for today and hope to hear from you guys. Wait. So that's it for today. If you have any questions, any burning questions, let me know. Happy to answer anything and also provide tips. Um, and if there, wow, I'm really tired. And if there's anything else, <laughs> and if there's anything else we can help you guys with, um, let us know. Till next time, guys.